Hi friends, my name is Amina Mejdoubi and you are listening to Unpacking with Mina. This podcast is a safe space where we discuss different topics and explore together our world by dissecting various issues that pertain to the human experience so we can understand ourselves and live fully in a raw and authentic way. So buckle up for a fun ride. And welcome back to another episode of Unpacking with Mina with Amina Mesdubi. I am so happy to be here with you today. It is Saturday, June 11th, and I was just feeling so inspired. So I grabbed my mic and I wanted to talk to you about something. Um, today's episode is going to be about why your 30s are or are going to be the best years of your life. There are a couple of reasons why this episode or this um, topic, but I recently had a conversation with a friend that sparked this thought in me and I thought, why does society look at women in their 30s as expired canned of tuna? And so I'm here to tell you that if you're 30 years old and you just turned 30 and you think that life is over, this podcast is for you. And if you are in your 20s, this is a perfect time to listen to this podcast so you know what's ahead of you. Now, this is obviously just based on my experience, um, but I feel like it's pretty much the same thing for most people. So I come from a culture that puts a lot of uh, expiration dates on things at the age of 30. At the age of 30, you are supposed to know what you really want in life. You are supposed to be in a monogamous monogamous relationship. You're supposed to have the career of your dreams. You're supposed to basically have it all figured out. And that's bullshit because... There is no timeline and no expiration dates for when things are supposed to be happening in our lives. Everyone has a different storyline. Everyone has different circumstances. And so it's not a cookie cutter. We can't expect everybody to have the exact same uh, life experiences all at the same time. That wouldn't be a fun life. And it would be a boring world, in my opinion. So... Before I start talking about my 30s and why my 30s are honestly the best years, uh, I'm going to talk about my 20s. So I feel like when I was in my 20s, I was a, a hot mess express, <laughs> just for real. Um, and that's okay, because I think that's what 20s are for. When you're 20 years old, that's exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be exploring. You're supposed to be making all the mistakes you're supposed to be making to figure out exactly the direction where your life is going to go. And this process looks different from one person to another. Sometimes people find find out what they really want to do at an early age. Sometimes people don't do that at, the, at an early age. And sometimes you find out what you want to do, but you change your mind later at a later time. And that's also okay. But overall, I feel like in your 20s, you are a little bit all over the place. 
um, a little bit more of like a people pleasing person because you're not sure of who you really are. But then you hit 30. And I'm going to tell you about my experience when I hit 30. Exactly 30 years old. I remember feeling like shit. I was so depressed. I had a mini depression. I lived in Denver and I don't know why, but I feel like I also know why. Um, I had a really hard time coming to terms with the idea that I turned 30 and that I wasn't in a relationship and I didn't have the job of my dreams and I didn't live in the city of my dreams and I wasn't doing the things that I thought I was going to be doing by 30. And here is why, because I grew up hearing that 30 is your threshold for things, for your dreams, for your aspirations, for everything. And I come from a um, very traditional culture per se. Um, and in my culture, I feel like you know, women are rushed. We are rushed into thinking we have to have all these things in place by the age of 30. And so when I did hit 30 and I found myself divorced and living in a city that I didn't love and working at a school that I absolutely hated, the word hate is super strong and I know and I really rarely use it to describe how I feel about things, but that school was really bad. They were racist to me. One time I had a kid, <laughs> that's not funny. Okay, I'm gonna stop laughing. I had a kid crumble up a paper, throw it in my classroom and say, Allah Akbar, because he knew I was Muslim and pretended like I was a terrorist. It was a terrifying, traumatizing experience working for that school. And I was just unhappy and I, in my mind, I thought, I, I felt and I, and I thought that all my friends were happier and all my friends had their lives together except me. When in reality, no. I'm not saying my friends were not happy. What I'm saying is we don't know what that means. What does it even mean to have your life together? What does that even look like? We are always going to be a life in pro <laughs> a work in progress in our lives. And I think if we think that at some point we will have it all figured out, we will always be miserable and living a life of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A life in which you're never satisfied because you're always thinking there's better. There, you're always thinking I could have done more. I could be doing more. When in reality, like where we are is exactly where we need to be in our lives period. Okay. So I felt like when I hit 30, I was, I wouldn't say rock bottom because rock bottom was in my twenties when I was divorced and homeless, but I was really, really like, like, why am I here? I'm supposed to be somewhere else in my life. And so I didn't really know what to do to get out of it. I kind of just like waited it out, like that feeling until I started having fun and I was realizing that actually my 30s are so empowering and here is why. Um, reaching 30 is like getting an upgrade. It's literally like you give your life a facelift. 
I have never gotten a facelift, at least not yet, but it feels fresh, it feels liberating. So once I surpassed that little cloud after hitting 30, and I remember when I turned 31, there was a huge weight lifted off of my shoulder in which I no longer felt that pressure of like, oh my God, I do have to be here and I do have to have this uh, figured out. And I just started living. I feel like I, I would say that I truly started feeling like this in when I was 33, to be honest. But everything from my 30s to 32 was leading up to that. Um, but basically what happens in your 30s, in my opinion, is that you feel some kind of intrinsic shift. Something just happens to shift inside of you that really gets rid of all the self-doubts and insecurities that you deal with when you are younger because you just feel like, well, you are exactly where you need to be. So here are some things that I truly enjoy about being in my 30s. When you are in your 30s, most people have a job or a career. And so you have more disposable income. And disposable income to me means more fun. Because I would rather be in my 30s than to be broke in my 20s and younger. I don't know about you, but money is definitely important in this life. It does not bring us happiness, but it does facilitate life and just makes it amazing like I couldn't travel if I didn't have money and travel really liberates me and fulfills me and so yeah I would like to take some disposable income um when you're in your 30s you stop caring so much and that is the most beautiful thing you should experience at some point in your life it is very crippling to be super self-conscious of yourself at all times and I used to be that person. I used to think that people were looking at my outfit. I used to think that people were looking at my and even eyebrows. Uh, honestly, they probably were because they looked really terrible before I microbladed them. But that's besides the point. But I always thought that people could see my flaws. And it was all in my mind, really, because people are so consumed with their own selves they don't have time for you as much as you think you're the center of the universe i'm so sorry but you're not and so people are never too um critical of us as much as we are critical of ourselves it's all in our head nobody has that much time and it like you're okay i'm gonna say that like you're not that important <laughs> Okay, because we go somewhere and we think everybody's going to be looking at me. No, man, everybody is worried about themselves. Truly, we have enough, enough crazy things happening in our lives that we really don't have time to look at your crazy hair that you dyed yourself and now you hate and you think everyone is looking at. And even even though we know this, like it's also liberating to just, well, if my eyebrows are uneven and you're looking at them, so what? My eyebrows are uneven. And if my hair is poorly dyed, oh, well, that's just life. It is what it is. And you're looking at it and that's not going to make me feel any type of way. There is so much freedom in just living carefree. There's something about hitting 30 that really makes you just feel like, so 
If someone is like, your makeup is trash today. Okay, and do you have any other thing to tell me? Do you have any other information? Because I woke up and I didn't have the energy to put into my makeup. And I know what makeup looks my makeup looks like. So have a good day. Like, it doesn't bother you anymore to, to know what people think about you. And I think, for me, I want to give myself a hug. I want to give my 20-year-old self a hug and be like, at one point, you are not going to care what people say about you or think about you. You're just going to do you. And when you grow up and you know what life is like and what it is like to be an adult... You just start caring less because there are so many other things I should be worried about. Like who's going to pay my bills? Like I am a high school teacher. Like I'm always worried about my next lesson. I'm always worried about my students. I'm always worried about my health. There's just so much to think about other than what people think about you. When you hit 30, you also stop tolerating bullshit. And I can tell you that my tolerance for bullshit is non-existence. It's not 1%. It's not 2%. It's not 5 It is not existent. It does not exist. Simply because I'm an adult and I have boundaries. And if you are not going to come into my life with the idea that you have to respect my boundaries, you will not be welcomed and you will be kicked out of my life. Point blank, period. Um, it's really that simple. And when, when you are uh, a grown-up in your 30s, you just set those boundaries and you expect people to abide by them, honestly, because you are not going to come into my life and dictate what's going to happen in my life. Like, that's just not the vibe. And so you come into my life, you know what the rules are. That sounds a little bit harsh, but... We have to have rules, right? Even in our lives. And so that's what I call boundaries. And you will respect them. And if you don't respect them, then like have a good life away from me. Um, the voice that says like, you know, like if someone invites you somewhere and you're like, um, no, I can't. I'm busy this weekend. And they try to convince you and they try to convince you like, like I said, no. That's it. Unless it's a best friend. Like, that's a different vibe. But I think when you say no, no is an actual complete sentence. Like, don't argue with me. I don't have time for bullshit. Um, and also, that leads me to my next point. When you are in your 30s, you... What was my next point going to be? I forgot. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I have it right here. You basically are not afraid to say no more often because you realize that when you're an adult, there are so much for you to do to maintain a healthy life. So for me, for example, I have to work to provide for myself and I can't just work, 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 work. I have to make sure that I'm balancing that with some self-care and self-care for me really changes from one day to another 
It could literally be a walk in the park. Self-care sometimes looks like a cookie that I really need to have and I'm craving. Self-care sometimes feels like a FaceTime with a friend. Self-care sometimes feels like quality time watching a movie with my boyfriend. And it really depends on, on what I need from that day. And so if someone wants me to do something with them later and it's a no... By saying no to others, I am saying yes to myself. And I come first. I don't know if that sounds selfish, but I always come first. Because I will not be able to pour into other people's glasses if my glass is not full. I can't be walking around with a half-filled uh, cup or an empty cup. Because... I'm not like even your laptop needs to be charged. Even your phone needs to be charged. You need to be charged and recharged. And that's when you say no when something doesn't feel right or when you just want to be in your space. Let me get a drink of water. <sighs> Did you hear my um, metal straw? Because I am a beautiful queen that cares about the environment um but yeah it's wonderfully liberating to say no to things that just don't serve you and you don't have to show up to every single little thing that requires your attention be picky about where your own energy is gonna go and that's that's okay um i could give you an example from my weekend this weekend I have been kicking it by myself and I truly am having a good time. I'm enjoying my own company because that's what I needed from this weekend. I needed to just be alone and take care of some things and be inspired. Do I miss people? Actually, I don't. I know. I feel like you expected me to say yes, but I do not. I'm, I'm good. And then on Monday, I'm going to be around people people are not going anywhere but that's how that's how i honor myself i know that a 20 year old mina would have said yes to all the plans that were suggested to me this weekend all of them people you know i would have said yes to people please and i know which is my next point when you're in your 30s you no longer people please that doesn't, that is not an issue anymore. Um, I want you to think of, of the last time you were on the phone with someone that just couldn't stop talking and you wanted to get off the phone so much because you needed to eat or you needed to take care of some business. That person just didn't get the memo. And so you stayed on the phone with them, even though you didn't want to stay on the phone with them. And that's when you, that's like an old version of me would have stayed on the phone with that person. And then later on, I would resent them because I was on the phone with them and not being able to take care of my stuff. But I simply just say, hey, I got to go actually. Can we pick up this conversation later? This goes uh, with the boundary setting it also goes with the idea of not pleasing people like you just can't be there on the phone for a whole day with somebody because you are nice 
being nice and being a pushover are two different things. Like, I would never want to be a pushover. That's just not my character. And sometimes people don't get it. Like, you have to be abrupt and blunt with them. And that's okay. That's okay. It's okay to be selfish. Um, it, even though I don't like that the word selfish, because you're not being selfish. It's quite the opposite. You're freeing up your time and energy um, for yourself so you can recharge yourself and show up to um, be able to show up later um, in your full capacity. Next, uh, in your 30s, you actually develop resilience. I want you to think of all the bullshit and all the challenges and all the problems that you're going to go through or you have been through in your 20s. Everything that you went through in your 20s and every challenge really brought you where you are today. And so you develop resilience, you develop grit, and you develop an emotional intelligence that is going to be a skill that carries you for the rest of your life. Because you know that if you have a problem, you don't think, am I going to survive this? You just think, I am going to survive this because I have the required skills that I need to survive a situation like this. I don't, I might not know how now, but I will eventually. Because you know that every other situation that you've been through, you have survived so far. And the saying of what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, it's actually true. It really does make you stronger. Everything that you go through, every rejection, every turmoil, grief, breakup, just helps you build character to become the person that you become today. So I would rather be in my 30s and have this much resilience than be in my 20s and be a doormat because I was. This is very sad for me to admit, but I really allowed people to take advantage of me. I allowed people to lie to me. I allowed myself and put myself in stupid situations. Um, whereas now, things like that wouldn't fly. Just because I have respect for myself, um, I have boundaries, and I am not afraid of saying no more than saying yes. All right, next is when you're in your 30s, you become more sure of who you are. And I think that's so beautiful. Because in our 20s, our 20s are like a journey to, to find who we really are. And that journey can be scary, it can be hard, it can be long, it can be lonely. But eventually in your 30s, you feel like you have reached your destination. But, but stay with me. Just because you reach the destination doesn't mean that you have to stay there forever. So think about this. Okay, you're on a little journey. Your 20s are you are not that wasn't a question. Are you your 20s are kind of like you backpacking, backpacking from one place to another, one place to another, one place to another, and then you get to a destination in your 30s and you unpack your stuff. 
and you live a little bit there and you are so comfortable because you have visited so many places and you've experienced so much that in your 30s, okay, this is the spot where I want to be. You have somewhat of an idea of who you are and you become solid with yourself that nothing or nobody can shake and that is extremely powerful. Now, I'm not saying in our 30s, we're supposed to know exactly who we are and exactly know where, what our purpose is. No, not really. But we have an idea of who we are and what we want to do in our lives and who our friends are. Do we have a community? Do we have um, a passion that might change over time, maybe in your middle uh, 30s or late 30s or 40s and that's okay but it wouldn't change as much as when you are in your 20s because I feel like the person I was in my 20s and fortunately I don't know her like I really really don't I love her I want to give her a hug and I want to apologize to her for some things that I allowed to happen to her but, but I really don't know who that girl is. She was lost. She was confused. She was all over the place. And she was unsure and unconfident in herself. But the woman I am today, I'm confident. I know who I am. I love who I am. And I recognize that I'm still growing and learning. And I try every day, every single day. Because I know what my passion is to help people and help animals. Every day I think, did I help somebody today? So at least I know that about me. Will I discover more passions later? Possibly, maybe. Will I discover other parts of who I really am? Maybe. Of course I will. Actually, I will. I, because we always evolve. If we don't evolve, are we really growing? Are we really progressing? Probably not. And there's something wrong with that because we are supposed to be growing and progressing, becoming better versions of who we are today. Because remember again, we are our only competition and nobody is competing with nobody. I personally don't compete with nobody because I want everybody to win. And we can all be winners. There, there, there shouldn't be the idea that we only have one winner. Everybody is a winner. Let's all win and let's all cheer for each other and be confident doing it and help each other along the way. So I feel like I have an idea who Amina is right now, where she's going. Um, am I going to change? Possibly. But the foundation of who I am right now is not going to change. And I love that for me. I love that. Next. In your 30s, you only do what you want to do. Doesn't that, doesn't that sound amazing? Um, I think that's... Well, I was going to say that's the best part of your 30s. The best part of your 30s is the ability to know yourself inside out. Um Because you are self-aware. You, you have a lot of self-love and respect. But because, because of all these things, you only make time for things that you truly want to do. You don't have to have 
any fun you don't want to have. Like a long time ago, workouts used to be a chore for me. And now it is my absolute pleasure to book a Pilates class or go to my hot yoga or work out at home or make a smoothie and feel like "Mm, I'm actually feeding my body and soul with this smoothie and this body movement. Like it's the little things. And I do these things because I truly want to do it. It's not because someone is asking me to do it or someone is trying to convince me to do it. I am literally trying to fit some time in my day to do the things that I absolutely love. In your 20s, you don't even have money to do the things that you love. You don't even have, you don't even know what you want to do, probably. You're always like, oh, let me go to this party. Let me go here. Let me go here. You just want to fit in. You just want to be cool. I don't care about being cool. I don't care about being cool. I care about being who I am. And if who I am is not cool, then cool. I don't want to be cool. (laughs) Like, I don't drink alcohol, right? And I feel like this is not a 30s problem problem anymore. But in my late 20s, when I would go to a party and people learned that I don't drink, it used to make them think that I'm not cool. But I never really felt the need to fit in and drink or do something so I can fit in. I feel like even in my early 20s, honestly, I never felt like I needed to drink alcohol. Um, but maybe because I do have some trauma-related alcohol. When I was in college, um, I used to have this friend. Her name was Gina. She was a beautiful, gregacious Italian girl. Just a breath of fresh air. And she was a gymnast. And she was a cheerleader. And she got into an accident. She was driving with someone who was intoxicated, got into an accident and actually lost the ability to walk. And she, she's a little bit of a celebrity in her hometown because even though she was disabled, she um, was able to walk down the aisle and surprise her husband with the help of a lot of therapy and um, some equipments. And then she had a baby and um, she's a teacher. Um, she's doing really great right now, but her story always remains in the back of my mind. Like, I don't want to drink and, and do something stupid. Even though she wasn't the one drunk, she was driving with some, just riding with somebody that was drunk and that caused her to lose the ability to walk. So that's just a, a little side note about why I don't drink alcohol. I think I always just think about that. And um, I am a little bit hyper and crazy sober. And so I don't want to do anything to jeopardize my life. Because I don't know what alcohol is going to do to my brain. But that's a side note. Um, okay. Hopefully that... Now, we, when we discussed um, what is it like to be in your 30s and why your 30s are truly the best years in your life because you just do everything quite elevated. Oh, I forgot to say something. When you're in your 30s, you start to have favorite things, but weird favorite things. Like right now, I have a favorite dish soap that nobody can convince me to change. That's a little bit stupid, I think. 
but you are just set in in your ways and you you know what you like on your food you actually eat better because you care about your health and you know that health is precious you just like love who you become and you go to bed earlier and you like crisp bed sheets and clean stuff and you have an aesthetic and you like to decorate your space with a certain thing and you have a certain favorite scented candle and all these things just come with age because you know who you are so next time somebody tells you that you're old or you're getting older say yeah yes i am and that is beautiful and i'm loving that for me because i am becoming exactly who i'm supposed to become why is that a negative thing it shouldn't be i am getting to know myself even more isn't that beautiful and when you say that people get confused and they kind of feel bad that they said what they said because they're trying to spin it into a negative narrative when it's really not i am becoming exactly who i'm meant to be and that's beautiful and that's it like there's no shame in that i hope that this podcast helps my girls back home hopefully that are maybe struggling with the idea of turning 30 or being in your 30s girl the world is waiting for you to just show up exactly how you are and accept exactly how you are accept you exactly how you are 30s or not and guess what when we turn 40 I'm going to do another podcast and tell you how that's going for me. But I have five more years for that. Oh my God, I'm going to be 40 in five years. Let me get some water. Mm-mm. Actually, I'm not scared. Here's why. Because by 40 years old, I should know exactly who is Amina Mastubi. And that's exciting. I can only think of like all the cool things i will do from now until 40 years old all the things i will learn all the places that i will visit all the passions i will discover about myself it's like a mystery and i cannot wait to discover it all about myself i really hope that you can take something from this podcast stay beautiful inside outside take care of your physical health mental health spiritual health love and light Amina Mishdubi, bye. Oh, if you don't follow me on Instagram, follow me. Amina Mesh, A-M-I-N-E-J. And between every letter, there are dots. See you there. Bye.